Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for Monday and uh, Christmas week, Lord, as we're um, we've got an opportunity to to fix our mind on the birth of Jesus that you sent your son for us. Um, what a great yeah. gift. And so we thank you for the gift that you have in store for us today and ask for your uh, Holy Spirit to speak through Dakota to us, words that are encouraging to us and equipping for what you have in store for us. I thank you for Dakota, uh, for his leadership, and I ask for your Holy Spirit again to reveal um, you have a very clear vision for Dakota and ask you to have, um, just put that in front of him and help him see that and help those around him see it as well and have him courage to move in the direction that you want him to go, Lord. We love you. Amen. Dakota Bierman, thank you for leading again this morning. Yes. Yes. Happy, happy to be with you this morning. Well, this is, you know, as I was thinking about, um, kind of interviewing you or walking you through some of these things. I, you know, I had my own reflections on um, Christmas and um, yeah. growing, uh, raising you uh, in our family, mm -hmm. obviously. And so um, anyway, it'll be interesting to hear you and I didn't uh, prep this before. <laughs> I may be hearing things for the first time with that. Uh, yeah. Um, so from, yeah, we'll what, have some fun with it. Yeah. So from last year to this year, uh, what's the best thing or some of the best things that has happened to you since last Christmas, Dakota? For sure. Uh, before I answer the question, yeah. which I will answer the question. <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to mention is I was really, you had sent me these questions and I got to ponder these questions and I found it to be a really healthy thing to reflect and actually try and I don't know how many people on this call have a hard time you know remembering in, in specific detail things that happened in the past but it was really healthy mm. and enjoyable to reflect on the past and actually I wrote down some of the answers to the questions that we're going to be going through and mm. I just want to encourage those listening as we go through these questions I think it was a really healthy and helpful exercise to reflect and to remember yeah. things from the past and so Anyway, that's just a precursor to my answer. <laughs> uh, but okay, so what's the best thing that's happened to me since last Christmas? I think the, the thing that I wrote down, the thing that I thought about um, was our trip to Wilmington. We got to go see uh, my brother, your son, and my niece, your granddaughter. Yeah. And I think that was a really, that was a really exciting um, thing to do. The other thing that was really wonderful about that trip was it was kind of right in the middle of the year, which, you know, fun year we've had, of course, <laughs> and uh, it was right in the middle of the year. And so I think it's been, it's been a weird year, obviously for everybody and to be able to get away yeah. from life, you know, from normal life, yeah. travel to another part of the country for, you know, for me, it was like four days. Mm -hmm. I just remember, I just remember, um, on that trip feeling it was like it was like taking blankets of stress off mm. i just felt i just from getting away getting out of the norm yeah. for a few days it was like taking off stress i felt so relaxed and being away and then coming back it gave me such energy for the rest of the year that we're now almost done with so that was awesome yeah, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. Um, okay, so the, the second and third question could be tied together. When was your best Go Christmas ever? 
uh, when was your best Christmas ever and why? Uh, mm -hmm. And then if that's tied to what's the most meaningful Christmas gift you've ever received, however you want to yeah. dice those up. I can tie them together. I can tie them together. Um, the, the, well, maybe the, I'll just, I'll, I'll go through them both. But sure. the first, the, for, for what was the best Christmas ever, I think I remember sitting in my uh, living room a couple of years ago. I live, I lived with, a couple of guys, we had a fireplace. We had this big, long, uh, kind of weirdly colored couch, but it was ridiculously comfortable. <laughs> and I just remember sitting with friends, yeah. big couch, fireplace. We had Josh Garrels playing over the, the stereo is one of my favorite artists. And he's, he had a Christmas album that just came out. This must've been like 2016, mm. must've been. And uh, I just remember having friends, the couch, the fire, the music. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, um, I'm not, there's something about we on the, on this particular Christmas day or whatever we, you know, it, it was nice to relax. Yeah. It was nice to just be still, mm -hmm. to just be still and be grateful mm -hmm. for what's around me. And so I just remember feeling deeply grateful in that moment. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was a cool Christmas experience. The best gift that I've ever gotten was from a Mexican man named Adon. Adon from, uh, where is he from? He is from, what part of Mexico is it? I can't remember, it, it, I think it's around Monterey. But he was up visiting for a few months. He was living in my house. He was seeking to be discipled. And um, as he was with us towards the end of his stay, he, he had gotten me a gift that now hangs in my office. It's this, I'm really sentimental. I love uh, more than just material things. I love things that have like a deeper meaning or something like that, that kind of impact your, you know, your emotions a little bit more. But he, he got me this, I had commented to him this quote um, that I really appreciated from a C.S. Lewis book. And a, another friend had, had, did, had done some calligraphy and had framed this really beautiful calligraphy that that was this quote um, from this book by C.S. Lewis, and I'll tell you the quote in a second. Mm -hmm. But Adon purchased for me this beautiful calligraphy, framed it, and gave it to me. And the quote, the quote is, uh, "Courage, dear heart." Three words, right? Like really simple quote, but it has this beautiful story that I'll just mention really quick, which is about a part in the story when the main character is going through a really difficult situation. I think it's from the book Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And the main character's name is Lucy. Lucy is going through this really dark, terrible mm -hmm. situation. She's approaching, you know, scary, dark, unknown, what's going to happen. And she's horribly terrified and in the midst of this this in the book this this character um aslan which probably some of you are familiar with approaches the boat as this big like albatross i think there's a big goofy bird duck thing which is bizarre but this thing lands on the boat and it's dark and scary and everybody kind of gets freaked out because of you know this thing landing on their boat when they're already nervous and the, the way the quote comes is it says, Lucy, the main character, felt the breath of Aslan. And Aslan represents in the, 
in the story Jesus. He, mm. It says she felt the breath of Aslan and she heard in her heart, courage, dear heart. Mm. And immediately the nerves left and she had, you know, courage to face this dark, scary mm. situation. So that, that quote has had such an impact in my life at different points. And so when Adon, you know, found this, this calligraphy, framed it and gave it to me, it was so, so special. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really great. Yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, what is, what was the most appreciated gift you've ever given to somebody else? Oh gosh, this is the one I think I had the hardest time with because I suck at giving gifts. <laughs> I like, I, uh, I just don't, I don't know. They say you have the love languages. I've always had a hard time in, in knowing what to get people. But what I had thought of um, was a time when I think I had drawn a, we had like a family picture and I drew, it was a photograph and I drew the picture and I think wrote a letter on the back of it. And again, uh, it's what comes to mind, but it also shows there's like, there's a bit of a, the, the sentimental thing, you know, was, I think what was special, taking the time to draw something and then use a skill that I have. Mm-hmm. And then giving that to somebody was, was, I think, most appreciated. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite Christmas tradition as it, or what was your favorite Christmas tradition as a child? Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, the only Christmas tradition I remember uh, was, of course, giving gifts and, uh, you know, waking up and having gifts around the tree. So I don't remember too much of actual family traditions, which... I'm yeah. sorry, because if you remember some of them, I don't. <laughs> but one thing that I do remember a lot is when we still got snow on Christmas Day here in Cincinnati. Uh, I remember love, loving being outside, playing in the snow. I just remember play being such a huge um, part of our growing up, being outside sledding and throwing snowballs and building you know, igloos and building snowmen and stuff like that. It was, it, that sort of play was really special. It's fun to reflect on that too, because I, I had forgotten about that. But yeah, yeah definitely the play. That's good. It was special to me. Yeah. What's your favorite yeah. Christmas tradition now? Yeah, we do in our church, we do a um, Christmas Eve Eve party. All right. So the Eve before the Eve, uh, we in our church will have a, a, uh, a get together and it's just our church only. And it's a really special time to just be with friends. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't, as our church has grown, we don't all get together as a, like a party atmosphere. Like it's very rare. And so it's a special time. It's at the end of the year and we can kind of have some fun together. I, I enjoy that. I think it's pretty, pretty special. Yeah. That's good. What do you do to try to keep Christ in Christmas, Dakota? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, again, uh, you know, not having too many uh, traditions to, to pull on for this. I was trying to think like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that's really important to me, I love to journal. I love to think and reflect. Those are important things for me. And one of the things that I, it, it is timely as it's at the end of the year to reflect on um to reflect on the year and to see god's faithfulness i think jesus being so central to my life you know his his life 
uh, what he did for me has impacted me so greatly and it impacts me daily, but to reflect on it from, you know, from January to December to, to look back on it and to reflect and to write down and think through some things that some ways in which that I've seen Jesus's, you know, daily faithfulness to me, how he's brought me through different things. I think that's, that's significant for me. So it's big reflection. Yeah. That's good. Um, and I'll tie these uh, eight and nine together. Uh, why do you think, Go for it. why do you think people started celebrating the birth of Jesus? And do you think the birth of Jesus deserves such a worldwide celebration? So yeah. You- yeah. I had, yeah, I had a hard time. You know, I, it was interesting to think through these. I think, I believe the history of Christmas is that it was, I could be wrong about this, but I think it was started, um, I think, by the Catholic Church. I could be wrong, but I think it was started as, because it's not like a biblical holiday, um, but I think it was started as the, the, you know, the winter solstice being, it's being a time of change, like um, kind of going through the, the, you know, the, the depths of winter and turning into the new year. There is something about a change from, you know, one part of the year into the next. And so I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the way in which this started is like it was an appropriate time for a celebration, right? The end of the year into the next year. And um, I believe it was started just as a way to uh, remember Jesus's life. Um, Don't know too much of the depths of why and how and all of the history, but um, yeah, there's some thoughts on that. But as far as like, yeah, as far as um do you think you know you know does celebrating the birth of jesus deserve a worldwide celebration i i was i was thinking this like i don't you know if it's not a biblical holiday should we do so i kind of like went through a little bit and i thought would jesus want you know would jesus himself want his birth celebrated and it led me to the scriptures and i'm I'll just read this real quick and might not have time to get to the last question but it says in Matthew, Matthew chapter two, verses seven to 12 is what I'm going to read real quick. And it says this, then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go search and careful, search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. Now pause here. Herod is trying to trick yeah. the Magi into, um, finding out where he is so he can actually kill him because it was prophesied that Jesus would be a king, can't have two kings, continue with the scripture. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Now, what struck me in this is when I was thinking about, should we celebrate the birth of Jesus? I thought to like, how did these men who approached Jesus when he was born, what was their experience? And what we see is that when they saw this this baby, you know, Jesus, future king, you know, Messiah, their response to his birth was to worship and to give gifts to 
um, to marry and well, really to, to marry to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty, when I think about it, like two of the things that we do around Christmas time is we sing the carols, we sing the songs and there's worship and that to, to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then we give gifts. And so I think if you, if you connect your singing, your worship and your giving of gifts to uh, what actually happened when Jesus was born, I think there is something special mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at That's that. Good. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yes, I find it. You know, John Alice uh, is burned into my head that everything changed. There's so many, there's so many uh, elements, obviously the birth of Jesus where everything changed. So I find it a great, it, for me, it's been a very healthy reminder for this, uh, this Christmas season. All right, Dakota, being sensitive to the time, pray us into our Monday. Sounds good. Yeah, Father, thank you that you did send your son and Jesus. Yeah. Thank you for deciding to come and become a baby and go through being a human um, and a servant to us. And even, you know, as he says in the Philippians and just the reality that you went to the cross for us, I mean, just these realities, Jesus, about what it means that you were born are so deep and full and life-giving. I ask that you would please fill, um, you know, those who are listening to this, to this phone call and, I said in this tribe, this group of people, fill us up with your spirit, fill us up with um, gratitude for who you are, Jesus, and what you've done this holiday season in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well done. Love you guys.